Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. You're listening to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming. What? <laughs> yep, where we give you the deal on the latest in Jamie every week. Small bite-sized download. I don't even. I was like Jaming. I don't even know what happened. To be to be honest, your intros have deteriorated. They've gotten so bad. <laughs> oh my. You know what it was, is I was thinking about what I was going to say to introduce myself yeah. as I was reading it. And yeah, yes. yeah. I don't multitask well. Mm-mm. Brain cells are non-existent at this point. I mean, yeah, I'm tired. You're tired. Yeah, I'm Jamie. I'm Bueno. That's and how you are. To win a podcast. <laughs> That's Jamie right now. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I'm here. Right now, you go ahead. Uh, thank you to everyone. I don't know. What do we do? I mean, you can't throw it on me. We've only been doing this for three years. I don't know. What I don't goes know on. what we do. Yeah, I don't know. It, well, clearly, you don't know how to do the intro, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let me just go back to eating my dinner while I'm getting everything ready. Slurping it down. Gosh. Anyway, we're back. It's another week. Uh, life continues on forward. What is Super this edgy. world? God. What is this world we live in? Yeah, it's that it's that time of year. I mean, it it's that time of year. Uh, but so we got a whole bunch of PlayStation news. Um, last week was State of Play. Uh, we got another special State of Play this week, and then uh, yeah. So first up. Uh, PlayStation suspended their service in Russia last week. Um, so they are suspending all software and hardware shipments. They suspended the launch of Gran Turismo 7, and they su- suspended all operations of the PlayStation Store in Russia, uh, as well as donating $2 million uh, to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees and the international NGO Save the Children. Uh, to support the victims so it's just another like you know yeah yeah it's great that sony did that more companies are probably going to continue doing this Um, i also i also forgot to add this one it is i mean it's it's everybody's doing it like russia's is feeling it all i mean can you imagine like instagram and facebook suspending their they, not only is instagram and facebook suspending their services in russia russia is also as of today blocked facebook and instagram in russia calling that like a like terrorist organization like they're they're spreading like misinformation which just kills me inside because it's so ironic because russia uses the crap out of facebook and instagram to spread misinformation all over the world and then here they are cutting themselves off and blaming facebook and instagram for misinformation oh the irony it's so i good. mean <laughs> yeah obviously people were able to post what is really going on in uh the ukraine Plus, and in russia 
that's the downside is all those people that were using I mean, the information Reddit from- still exists and you can still send like you can send emails you can send videos across the world that's not yeah but they're 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 censoring they're cutting off they're trying to cut off their population more and more so they don't have info but uh, what i'm trying to say is like you can send it to someone outside of that region and they can post it that's fair but um yeah so uh also i missed i forgot to uh add this one but it was in the comments of this uh uh sony's announcement but um there was a new uh, court filing last week as well, and eight more uh, former and current Sony Interactive Entertainment employees have accused PlayStation or, you know, Sony of uh, sexism uh, and, uh, you know, the within the work, you know, discrimination within the work environment. So okay. it's, ad it's adding on to their previous lawsuit because it's there's there's already one ongoing. So it's just more people at Sony. Uh, yeah, coming out. Well, it's. It's not clear where it's at. They're saying Sony Interactive Entertainment, but that also includes more right. uh, interactive because and technically like Naughty Dog is part of Sony Interactive Entertainment. You know, they're owned by them. So this is an interesting one. Not enough information, I think, is out yet, but yeah. I'm curious. I feel like Sony, like if something came out against uh, like Nintendo, I would be skeptical. And I'm only mildly skeptical about this stuff as it's obviously taking I mean, huge waves in the gaming community. I mean, it's an issue in every gaming company. There, it's a, it's been a, it has been a male dominated industry Correct. for forever. And even though there has been a increase in women in the last two decades entering the industry, women have not been moving up in the industry. Sure. Yes, so, but it's, also a, it's <laughs> also a like company culture situation. So if the culture is set up differently, then it's less likely to happen. Obviously, at Riot, the company culture was frat and yeah. it was absolutely everywhere. Let's see, like, I don't think Sony has I don't. I don't see anywhere in there that mentions Sony having a bad company culture. I think it's just, you know, a subsidiary. I, I, we don't know what it is. It just could be, it could be anything. And it just could be the fact that women aren't getting promoted. Like it could just be as simple as that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, discrimination has a very broad. I don't like, want that news anywhere near my company period. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure it's an issue in xbox i'm sure it's an issue in nintendo we just don't hear about it or they or those companies have been more proactive in addressing it so who's to know exactly uh but so last week we had the playstation state of play and they showed us a whole bunch of things um like what jameson well, you know, Brenna, I was trying to do it like a fun, peppy <laughs> intro and you were just not having that. <laughs> I took it. I took it in the most aggressive way possible, too. <laughs> I was trying to Vanna White you and you were just like, not. No, no. Yeah, that didn't <laughs> work. That backfired real fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. Uh 
they announced a game called Exo Primal, which is like Anthem, but you fight dinosaurs. And I don't well, know. How I mean, I that's kind of that. what new, uh, Horizon. That's what Horizon is. So it's like Horizon Zero Dawn meets Anthem. Probably. Uh, they also had a, another trailer for uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, new, a Stranger of Paradise. The or a. <laughs> it's the way like PlayStation put all of these things what is on their this announcement, title? right? New Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin demo lets you carry over your progress to full game. Like what is what? that? No punctuation. Like yeah, is Stranger? the game title Stranger of Paradise Final like, Fantasy? Yes. Yes, that's what I think it is. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, this is a stupid name. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. That is the name. It should be yes. in quotations. Yes. Um. So they have a demo for that, and it <laughs> lets you carry over your progress to the full game, which, why don't more demos do that? It's a single-player game. It's not that difficult for you to carry over your progress from... Like, it's unless... literally a save file, like, and it's a part of... You only play the beginning, which is done usually when the new game comes out. Well, that's what I was going to say. And like, unless the beta is like into the game a bit more, you know, because sometimes they'll do that is they'll they'll put the beta a little bit further into the game. So you get to play with a with more of the things and, you know, get to try more of the. Uh, elements, but yeah, if it's at the beginning, like, just let me let me pick up my character progress. If you're going to take time to make a demo. Why wouldn't you just make something that carries over to your game? Like, hey, you do something and you make a choice in this demo and then it's inserted into the game. Yeah. Like a decision you made a million years ago. You know what I mean? That type of stuff where it affects your story. I agree. Um, they also showed us Forspoken, though we know that that game got delayed. That's the um, Square Enix while we talked about that last week. Jamie had a heart um, attack trying to say it. Yeah spoken well now you got me all conscious self-conscious about how i talk you should be we're a podcast about well we speak and that's their means of you know i never i never talk about how terribly you speak it's because i am a goddess anyways what <laughs> else do we have here um gundam evolution it's going to be a free-to-play FPS uh, Gundam game, cool. which is cool. I like Gundam. I don't know how I feel about this game, though. Uh, I mean, it is free-to-play, so you can't really complain about that. But I know that they're going to monetize the ever-living crap out of it. Oh, but best like, believe. It's like, why can't we get a good Gundam game? I mean, are the rights available? Sony... It's a Japanese title. I'm pretty sure Sony owns the company that makes the anime for Gundam. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. And there's Gundam games that come out in Japan that never make it outside of Japan. But, uh... Yeah. Like, it looks like a combo between, like, Dynasty Warriors and Overwatch. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look great. It looks like super blocky and like it looks like an animated film from Pixar. Yeah, it, lo it looks it honestly looks like it's the the models that you make. Yeah. 
which I know there's a bunch of games like that, but man, that's not like, what this is. I don't think though. Now, and it's like, man, like, why can't we get like an actual like Gundam game that's like single player story? Like that would be dope. Where you play as a pilot, you have a story. Like think of uh, and like was, an RPG. That would be. What super was the cool. what was the mech game? Uh, crap. Titanfall. There you go. Titanfall. Yes. Literally, make not an Titan. RTS. No, it was a first person shooter. There's yeah. a game. Is it Skyfall that I'm thinking of? Star Fox. Anyways, Star Fox is also Star Fox is a fighter game, but like literally make Titanfall but Gundam. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see. Go ahead. Oh, I, sorry, I, it got a little shaky yeah, on the audio. Yeah, I would love to see like an RPG of this where you are like just some dude running around and going up through the ranks and like you have your mech and you upgrade your mech and you have a personal life. Well, yeah, that's what I mean is it's like, yeah, you have you make your pilot. And then they create a whole story, and it's like just playing through like one of the animes, basically. Could you like imagine like a Fallout Gundam? Nah, I don't think it could work. Uh, Open world uh, like that, where you can go around and do missions, and obviously you have a storyline. I mean, there's quite a few Gundams that have a similar storyline to that. Like there was some big event, but like there's just so much like potential. There's, I mean, first off, there's like. A million of them. 20, 24 yeah. Gundam animes. Like, there's so many. So. What is that one movie that, like, repeats itself over and over again? It's like a, oh. It's like a Groundhog Day, and they keep dying, and then it, like, resets, and they try and get closer and closer to the end. Oh, it with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Uh, yeah, he's on the subway, and the subway explodes, and like, yeah, every time it repeats, he's trying to. No, it's the military. Oh, is that it? Oh, you're talking about uh, the Tom Cruise movie. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, I don't know why I thought of Mechs and Edge of Tomorrow, but I think that would be a really cool game. I mean, they're wearing exosuits in it. That's true. So. But yeah, there's just so much potential for a Gundam game. Like, why? Why can't we get a decent one? Um, Suck it. That's yeah. why. I know, right? I and plus, Wait, I feel what like, other game does everyone really want, and they just won't do it? It's a second. I am not on it with the brain. I mean, when are you? It te- excuse you. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. Love it. Yep. Collection of all the Ninja Mutant Turtles games. Uh, I've never heard of this game. Gigabash. It's I a, love the uh, name. It's an arena. Bl- bl- uh, blah, blah, blah. We Donna, are can you just talk? a podcast. Talk. Do you want me to talk? Talk. You okay? Talk. Okay, fine. Um. So, yeah, it's a new arena game. It's got like dinos that kind of run around and do things i don't know it looks really cool and kind of like japanese art style but it looks super old school um it's really goofy though you have these like huge characters that are absolutely ridiculous there's like right, a you're, you're doing ball. a terrible job they're kai <laughs> <laughs> they're they're kaiju the, you know like from uh uh no stop it 
stop it. Come back. Or cut out. <laughs> sure it did. No, it's like uh it's like the what's the giant mech movie where they fight the the stuff of the water. We can't remember sh- shit right now. Pacific Rim. They're they're like kaiju, and then there's like some robots. And you you battle other people in a city. Like other players. And they got abilities. It is very animated and cutesy looking, though. See, now you're all sassy. Now you're just sitting there quietly. Sassy, I am distraught. I want this all shit cut out. <laughs> uh, do you remember there was a Godzilla game like this on like GameCube back in the day or something? And it was like a it was like a it's like Mortal Kombat, but Godzilla and you would pick like your your monster and then you could pick like your location to fight and they were like cities and stuff. It was so much fun. Was it like a 2D side scroller type situation? No, it was kind of like it was kind of the same view as this this game, like that, like weird, like, yeah, top down isometric. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a quirky looking, quirky looking game. God, I keep closing out of the whole thing instead of hitting back. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R launches this fall. It's like the this is the issue is these titles are throwing us off. Yes, it's basically like the the Dragon Ball Z fighter game, the the other anime fighters game, but it's based on Jojo Bizarre's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, I also just can't speak. This is true, but that was a really cool when they did. It wasn't even like a game, really. It was just super high graphics. Do you remember when they did that with uh, Dragon Ball? They did Goku. It was a game. I can't remember what 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 the name of the game was. But uh, I remember there wasn't too much to it. It was no, just it was, like it was just like a fighting game, but it was super like well, like animated and super over the top. And like you could pick like a lot of an- anime characters in it. Someone's someone knows the name out there. Um, Valkyrie Elysium is coming to PS5 and PS4 this year. Uh, we're getting an update for Returnal Ascension, uh, which will add co-op, which is awesome. Um, and then this week, Hogwarts Legacy is getting its very own, like, state of play. Uh, it's gonna get about, it's gonna get about a 20-minute live stream, and, uh, they're saying that 14 minutes of that will be gameplay captured on PlayStation 5. Which, when I see, when I see gameplay captured on PlayStation 5, what that tells me is there's no gameplay and we're seeing pre-rendered footage run through a PlayStation. Like someone just inserted a DVD and said, yeah, gameplay. I hope not. I hope that they actually mean gameplay, but the fact that they said recorded on PlayStation five, I wish it was a live demo or if it is recorded on PlayStation five, that's fine. But I don't understand why everyone specifies it. I don't know why we can't have live demos anymore. I'm okay with not doing a live demo either. Like we used to do, we've said this a million times, so I'm not going to beat the dead horse, but you know, we did it in person. And then afterwards there was always an interview where they sat there and they showed like gameplay and they talked through the live or like some sections of gameplay. Yeah. And they would let people play the game too. Yes. But at least the interviews would show more p- gameplay and you would see the same guy explaining what's going on in this yeah and that's and, fine 
and now we get none of that. We get nothing. We get I'm, gameplay captured on Xbox Series S or gameplay captured on PlayStation 5. It's I I really am looking forward to this. Obviously everyone's super into um Elden Ring right now and I need a new game. And I need this to be my new game. Yeah, I just it is like the when I see the gameplay capture on PlayStation 5, it just takes me back to when uh Epic Games did the reveal for Unreal Engine 5 and they're like, oh, my God, look at how beautiful this is on PlayStation 5. And it just says on the bottom gameplay captured on PlayStation 5. And I'm like, all right, this isn't running on PlayStation 5. You can go F yourself. Is what it is. uh, It's frustrating, but it's uh, it's this Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. For those of you that care, uh, it will take place at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern time um and then they said the stream will conclude with some uh team members of avalanche talking about the game and it's set i think it's set uh in the 1800s is boo plot point i'm already not happy about that when did you want it set modern times at least a little bit yeah i guess that would be more that would be modern yes harry potter would be modern times exactly and I want that because there's enough medieval like let's we're good. We don't need that. I mean, 1800s isn't medieval. That's like that's like Civil War, like Napoleonic War. Like OK, I don't want old stuff anymore. Westerns. There's enough old games. I want something newer with a little bit of technology allowed. I mean, they don't let you have a cell phone. I mean. That's no. actually an excellent question. You never saw anyone with a cell phone in Harry Potter ever. Nope. Isn't that funny? Maybe in Muggles. I feel like now I need to rewatch it when they're in the train station and see if anyone's got like a no, phone. No one had a phone. I don't. We can Google this later because I feel like they would have phones, though. Yeah. It's easier to pick up the phone and make a phone call than it is to do whatever magic bullshit you have to do to go and talk to someone. Or, yep. like, conjure something to talk to them. Yes. Like, you, you sent an owl when you could just, like, email me. Like, you could have sent an email. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need a <laughs> whole episode. I, I feel like we need a, like, comedy, like, a, a comedy, like, a cartoon that makes fun of Harry Potter in the modern settings. Like, can you imagine, like, Dumbledore sitting in his office and like an owl lands from like McGonagall and like you and then you like transitions back to class and you see an owl come and land in front of McGonagall and she opens the letter and she's like and it just reads this could have been an email signed Dumbledore like that's hilarious like come on (laughs) I feel like we need a whole episode where we just find stupid things like this in Harry Potter, when it releases. My mind was already running with it. So yeah. many things. Some, so many things. So many dirty things, too. Oh, sir. I mean, it's like the one thing that they never talk about line. in Harry Potter. Let's be real. It is a... Send an owl school. with nudes. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some transfiguration now. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, you got to imagine they checked the owls too before they just let all the letters through. Can you like imagine like prison? Filch? Like, yeah, like Filch is inspecting oh, letters. No. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> that is. I Can mean, you imagine is... the kind of pizzazz you could send with magic? Like Dude, in, in an owl? It is 2000s and it is teenagers at a boarding school. Like, you know. They Maybe they had anti-horny magic over the whole castle. What is a health class like at Hogwarts? I don't think, I mean, do you think they, they do have to have it? Because they're they young when they it. start. Yeah. They're it's like ages, 12, it's right? 11. 11. 11 is when they can start. It's 11 to 18. It's seven years. Yeah. And it's, you learn that at like 13. It's a horny time. Yeah. I mean, I learned it at 11. That was when I had my first health. Like, they had that one, like, fifth grade. They had that one day at the end of the year where you went, to, like, into, like, the cafeteria or something for, like, three hours or you, like, watched a video. Yeah. And then that was it. And then you I'm did that again. High. You did that again in sixth grade, just the one day. Yeah, and then junior high, they had the big one where it was, like, a whole, a health like... class, Yeah. Well, I had to say, I took health in high school, but yeah, they had like the whole day long like event in junior high. It was. Oh. I thought I took health class. Oh, no, maybe it was a day long. It was a day yeah. long. It was like a one day event and they took like a bunch. I of took a health class at some point in time. High school. You had to take yeah. it in high school because I had your water polo coach because he was like the oh, only person no. that taught health. Maelstrom? No, the other one. Barnett? He was no, like 70. One. Oh, that guy was, he had anger issues. Lynch, yeah. Yeah, he got put on anger management because he said some racist things and made some colored, like, like people that were of color do push-ups on the deck. Well, he also got suspended for recruiting, which is a no-no. I don't, I think that's probably a less traumatizing than what I just said. That's true. That's also <laughs> true. We are on a tangent. Yeah, we are. Unrelated. Anyway, yeah. So... Hogwarts. That would be such a funny little animated. Like I imagine it's got to be out there already. Probably. I. But uh, nope, not right now. I know. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the big stuff. Uh, this week it's mostly just PlayStation. Um, moving along. Last week there was a major outage of like a bunch of services. Like Spotify went down, Discord went down, Wikipedia, Twitter, Amazon Web Services, GasBuddy, Destiny, Facebook, Cloudflare, Microsoft Teams, Google Cloud, Spectrum. Like someone, someone did something. I mean, the first, the first thought that went to my head is like, oh, is this Russia trying to like mess with all of our stuff? Ooh. But I mean, it does happen on occasion because, you know, they're all using. They all sharing. Yeah. Yeah. So if like one, if someone just unplugs one server at the wrong time, it's just like pew, pew, bad. Pew. I know. Dude, although uh, like Microsoft Teams going down, big issue. Yeah, a lot of people use Microsoft Teams. That's a, yeah, that's a big work thing. I'm so happy my work doesn't use Microsoft Teams. I can't imagine. We use Outlook and Teams. I can't imagine having to be logged into that and like see, they can see your activity like when you're away, like if you haven't done anything for a few minutes, like, yep, 
it's it's ridiculous like one of my friends works at a place where it's like that and it's literally like five minutes they're like what are you doing it's like oh my god like i went to go to the bathroom well it's like you're gonna sit there and jiggle your mouse around like what if i'm reading on like a desk fan that oscillates yes they just like attach their mouse by like a stick to that so that it slides it across the mouse pad uh i've also seen someone attach it to their roomba like they (laughs) i did not mean to snort into the mic i normally ditch (laughs) off to the side i mean that one caught you off guard that was yeah that one got me really good yeah, it's like tied to a string and it's just moving around. <laughs> and then like a confined space. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. Um, Rockstar has announced uh, the pricing for the next gen versions of GTA 5 and GTA Online. There will be no upgrades, no, no free rides. Um, GTA Online will be free for three months on PlayStation. Uh, but for a limited for those three months, it will be 50% off if you buy it on Xbox, 75% off if you buy it on PlayStation. Why is PlayStation get it for more off? I wish I could stand like I wish I could stare into the camera and slowly make my eyes separate in the wrong directions because this is infuriating. But then after that, it will go back up to full price. What did I say earlier? GTA needs to GTO. GTFO, yeah. GTA needs a GTFO. I couldn't agree more. Why? Why? I know. Well, it was only a matter of time before people figure out how to speed run through Elden Ring. Uh, and it took only a week for the first speedrunner to complete the game. Uh, they complete Elden Ring in 2.5 hours without dying. Yeah. That is impressive. But... Once it's done once, then the real grind begins. And it took less than a week after the first person completed it uh, for someone to complete the game in less than 30 minutes. Oh. If you're that good of a speedrunner, why were you waiting? I mean, it takes a while to figure it out. Like you got to play through it a couple times to figure figure sure. the things out. It's to find been a it all. week though, and this is a brand new game. It's really big. I mean, the, the guy maybe they did, had it and they just didn't post it. Who knows? I mean, he had to, he had to get it verified, but he's a he's a known like top speedrunner. Uh, Distortion too. He always participates in a lot of events. He's he's really good. Uh, but yeah. He beat the game in 28 minutes and 59 seconds. I love watching those. Oh, yeah. I love what's the there's a big event every year that they do speed running. And we've talked about it before. Yeah, Yeah. I don't remember. Games done good. Something like that. Sounds more familiar, but I'm probably making up a memory, to be honest. Games done. Games done quick. There you go. Well, that's what it is. When is the next game done quick? Now that we're uh, talking about it. Yeah, GDQ. I, I love watching GDQ. It's always so entertaining. Oh, we just missed it. February 27th. They just did it. Darn. <laughs> they did DuckTales was one of the games. <laughs> DuckTales. Oh, man, that takes me down the, the rabbit hole we were yep. on the other day. Cat Scratch. <laughs> 
Cat scratch. So good. Nah, 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 nah. So good. It is. Ah, uh, Angry Beavers, Invader Zim. Oh man. But uh, yeah. So for for reference, uh, the original Dark Souls was completed in twenty one minutes, in uh, seventeen seconds. Bloodborne was completed in twenty one minutes fifteen seconds. Uh, I don't know what Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls 3 was completed as, but, um, or Demon Souls, for that matter. But, uh, yeah, he, oh, crazy. So fast. Like, Jesus. I need you to send it to me. I need to find the full, I need to try and find the full video. I know he streamed it, but, and I could probably find it on YouTube. But man, like, the fact that it's a massive open world game. Yeah, you have to travel from point to point. Yeah. And like, it still inc- took you 30 that's minutes. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So. If you want to feel bad about yourself, go ahead and watch that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been enjoying Elden Ring. Sure. I've just yeah. been messing around in the world and doing little things here and there. But I finally, over the weekend, I finally decided I was going to go into the first Legacy Dungeon, which is uh, Stormvale Castle and complete that so i completed that over the weekend uh super fun that put your was big boy pants on and went for it i did it. put my big boy pants on that was hard there's one part that's incredibly challenging and there's like 30 something enemies all right in that spot no. yeah i was like i was like once i got to that point i was like oh man like crossbow crossbow oh that made such a huge difference and just like the other little things that i did before like that help like i looked up that video or that i found i saw that video that's like here's all these things and it's like man i went to all these spots and i missed this all like i didn't i went to all these spots and i got a lot of it on my first playthrough but i didn't wasn't as successful with it Mm. as i was when i watched the video and i was like man if i had literally just taken like the five extra seconds not to use any of this like i would have done much better and so i have right. done much better because of it so nice uh yeah so it was much it was a much better it was still tough but it was a much better playthrough thanks to the you want to plug the video just because uh yeah i'd have to go and find it but i had you it remember saved the on name? My, i'm it's all my history because I, I i had to rewatch it a couple times because it like it tells you like it shows you where the specific spots are to go like it's not even that like much like it's it was all spots right at the start that you go to and it's just spots where you can get some runes for souls and smithing stones and then like a couple golden tr- uh golden seed locations to level up your flasks i had gotten all the golden seed stuff on my first character and i had gotten all of the runes before but i ha- i didn't have all the smithing stones there was a couple smithing stones i missed um but just like getting all that made such a huge difference um it's by boomstick gaming it's called elden ring get overpowered at the very start there you go it was very reasonable like it wasn't like super overpowered but it was just a good start to the game like i wasn't struggling as much and that's the nice thing about all the all of these games is like it's still at the end of the day you still have to know how to play the game because otherwise you still get clapped like you you know even if you get overpowered so um 
But uh, Elite Dangerous has decided to cancel uh, their console versions of the game and continue to work exclusively on PC. Uh, they launched Odyssey last year, and it was, they say, less than ideal. Uh, in everyone else's terms, it was complete garbage. Uh, so they have decided to completely cancel any potential console release for uh, the game. So, well, I guess, sorry, it's already out, but they're stopping all development on consoles. If that if makes sense. If it works on PC and you do just fine, why break it and drag your game through the mud? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the Odyssey stuff and post more stuff is not coming to console anymore uh which whatever it's elite dangerous it's not that fun <laughs> i mean it's not that big of a game necessarily no. no it's very it's very bland apparently I mean, people love it enough that you know it made its way to a console but it did not transfer over very well uh, they could have done more there could have been more to it they could continue to add more. It just doesn't have enough. I mean, it's not like it's this huge backed game either. So I think calling I mean, it was No Man's Sky. I mean, No Man's Sky was trash when it first came out. So was Elite Dangerous. Yeah, but No Man's Sky is that's that was bad on them. This is not a big that's development true. party. So that's true. I mean, and for the game. I think it's as good as that game could probably get with that much money. Yeah. In all honesty, like, I feel like they need to move on at this point. Like they've been doing, they've been spending so much time on elite dangerous and they've added a good chunk of stuff. But after like, like I, you know, you want to tweak odyssey and whatnot, but I feel like if they're not going to increase the depth of the game, in terms of content, like in adding more things that you can do, then I feel like you should just start from scratch and build a new game, like Elite Dangerous 2 or something. Yeah, probably a better idea, especially with a new engine or something that's a little bit more powerful. I don't know what they're running, so. I mean, it looks pretty. It does look prettier. But, uh... I mean, considering they wanted to, they're like a star citizen competitor, like they, you know. I'm sorry. That's not a thing because that doesn't exist. Anyway, uh, Hideo Kojima received the Minister of Education Award for Fine Arts from the Agency of Cultural Affairs, which is part of the government of Japan. Basically, he received the Minister of Education Award for Fine Arts from the government of Japan. Uh, very, very cool. It definitely deserves it. Uh, very creative, very creative man. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the games that he has come out with over the last few years are pretty insightful. They kind of toy with the mind and they're well done. I mean, all of his games are very well done and he only continues to get better. Like, I definitely think that like Death Stranding was a little out there. You got to push the envelope, right? But he and, but exactly. He likes to push the envelope. He likes to do weird and unusual things. He has a very um, like tuned mind for like science fiction. So he likes a lot of the weird. Things. I think 
if that was his first game, it would be a no-go and it would be seen as a failure. Not a failure, but just not good. But because it's him and he's got this reputation for making games like this, everyone sees it in a different light. Oh, and, it's, and it's his first, like, brand new game. Because before that, it was just Metal Gear and then uh, Silent Hill. So, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely something big, which, you know, Metal Gear Phantom Pain was phenomenal. That was a huge, like, change in what he had done before. So, um, yeah, totally deserves it. And if you haven't, I would strongly recommend, I actually have it right here because I've been reading it lately. Uh, I would strongly recommend checking. I mean, if this was a video podcast, this would be a great plug right here. Yeah, right. Because I just, I, I honestly was read. I started reading it last week because I like, I want to read books again, and I remembered I had this, and I was like, I want to start reading it. But it's uh his his book called The Creative Gene, uh, by Hideo Kojima, and basically, it just talks about where he found his passion for making video games. So it's just, what is that? Shut up. It's it's a car. It's my car freshener. It was in my pocket. <laughs> that's not what it looks like. And that's why I was like, I was like very confused. I was like, wait, what? Yes, exactly. Not that different, but yes. Uh, but yeah, so like basically it, he just talks about all of the uh, movies and particularly books and music uh that inspired him over the years that he found really attached to so like the whole book is just a collection of these little essays uh about a specific book or a specific song or a specific movie and how it uh affected his mind yeah and it's it's honestly it's phenomenal uh it's an insight into the way that he thinks and views the world which i think is super cool yes and, and it's a creative way of doing it Yes, and he's a huge book reader. Like that's that's one of his big things is he loves to read books. Um to like the point where like every he makes it he goes out of his way to try and go to a different bookshop every week and buy like a new book and whatnot. Um so very, very interesting read. Highly, highly recommend. Um Steam Deck last week also added uh Windows drivers finally to uh there so now you can install windows um and it works so it's not everything works just yet like the speakers and the headphone jack won't work just yet with the windows drivers but they'll they'll get it tuned you can at least now fully install windows like they promised so sure. i mean you can still do the bluetooth or USB-C for audio and so yeah. who doesn't have a bluetooth set of headphones right i mean honestly so I mean, the Steam Deck is still running phenomenally, so we can't we can't complain. I mean, it'll be cool once they add a dual boot so you don't have to completely wipe your Steam Deck and you can have like a tiled and untiled version where you have like Steam Deck and yeah. Windows on there. You know, in all honesty, I probably wouldn't wouldn't bother installing Windows. It it's runs so it runs so well as it as it is like why why mess it up? Yeah, um, and it's like an extra space. I mean, it's 35 gigabytes, I think, for Windows, and it's just 35 gigabytes. I don't care to exactly. end on an OS system. Exactly. Uh, Blizzard has finally decided to do something about Overwatch 2, and they have decoupled 
They have separated the PvE and the PvP elements of Overwatch 2. So Overwatch 2 multiplayer will begin beta testing uh, in April, and then they'll continue working separately on the PvE. It's about time because people Overwatch is dying, in all honesty, and this is why I think they are separating it because they are just bleeding players like no one's business because it's a i mean who who knows what happens to your game when you decide you're not you announce to everyone we're not going to further develop our game because we're working on a new one but oh yeah remember when we announced it two years ago and it was supposed to come out in like a year even though we didn't explicitly say yeah now it's not going to come out until 2024 or beyond like oh man who would have thought that would kill everything about your game (laughs) I mean, it's funny how they said that they're not going to be doing anything with it, and here they are doing things with it. So I think they need to, like, redact that statement and say that they're going to do some development for it because you just can't leave this to continuously bleed. Well, and so that's what that's what they're doing by it. Yeah. Doing the Overwatch 2 beta. Basically, it just sounds like they're just going to push the multiplayer out as soon as possible to breathe some life back into the game while they continue working on all the single player stuff or the PVE stuff. So uh, in a tweet, Dr. Disrespect states that he has resolved his legal dispute with Twitch and no party admits to wrongdoing. That's it. Uh, He's not returning to Twitch. He's still banned. I love how this is a typed out whatever and there's a signature only his on there. I don't even think it's real. I think it was like computer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still it's like you. I mean, he digitally signed it, which makes this even more stupid because he could have sent it to Twitch and made it like a contract. It's dumb. No, I mean, they did. I think this is just him announcing it to the public. Sure. But they could have made an actual written statement that Twitch and him both signed. It's just weird that he signed like a contract by himself and then posted it on his own page. With his own logo. That's what he does. He's extra. He's an idiot. Anyway. Uh, Dead Space devs have decided to push the Dead Space remake from uh, this year. It was originally slated for fall this year, and they are going to push it to 2023, uh, early 2023. So, eh, I, I expected this to come, and... When it's a franchise like Dead Space, which is incredibly popular, you have to get it right. It's EA. Exactly. So I mean, I want this game. I played both of the Dead Spaces, and I they terrified the ever living f out of me. I'm excited. I'm excited. So I'd rather for for this one, I'd rather wait the couple extra months. Um, Not happy about it as always. It'll be passable. It's not going to be good. Yeah, Uh, a developer for Domina or the developer for Domina uh, decided to put a COVID-19 mask rant in his patch notes on his latest patch for the game. Personally, I played Domina for a while and I loved it. It was super fun, but like this is unnecessary. Yeah, why? All right, we're back. Sorry about that, everybody had a uh, emergency <laughs> uh yeah had a uh, urgent urgent meeting very very important business meeting mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes in my executive suite in your executive suite yes quite that's what we, that's what we call it at work it's, I, I, have a, 
I have a meeting in the executive suite. <laughs> Y'all are a bunch of children. I mean, like one of our one of our like bathroom, like so like our office bathroom has one stall. And then the second stall is a fully closed off room with a door, like a solid wood door. And it's a fully enclosed, like tiled room. So it's like it, it, it and it's big, like it's every bit the size of my bathroom. Interesting. Yeah. So it is like a full on like suite. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so back to what we were saying. So Domina, they put a uh, anti-mask rant in the patch notes, like in the, the developer of the game, just right in the middle of the past notes. Like it just says, this is unedited, all caps. Take off the effing masks dash. Now we're not to caps. Next time you're at the grocery store, try showing a woman your face. Be confident, unafraid of the lies. That's in all caps. You might get a girlfriend. Women like confidence. Women don't like dudes who cover their faces in fear. What are you afraid of? Getting laid? Grow up. And then it continues the patch notes. Like, there's patch notes above that. Then it does that. And then below, there's patch notes. Like, what, what the F? Like, what? what is so wrong in your sad little life that you put a rant like that in your patch notes for a game? Literally like code changes that is what the patch notes is for yep like what you <sighs> i don't get it and obviously there was like uh, everyone took to the internet and like steam and decided that they were going to believe a bad reviews for this game of which domina posted another tweet um kind of mocking everyone that had done this like review bombed them with like passive aggressive emojis and I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just like, it's all the stuff that's just wrong with America right now in all, it just encapsulated in one patch notes and a tweet. Yeah. Because they're, so people review bombed it. Not even that many people. Like it took, it ticked the game down from like overwhelmingly positive to very positive, but it just shows overwhelmingly negative, like for the last 30 days. Right. And I mean, that one your patch notes are not the place to be making a political statement. If you have a, a game where you're like in the public eye, I don't think you should really be making much statements unless they're completely like this related something to your game. Yeah. I mean, some people obviously have been doing things in Russia and Ukraine, but like that's also a safe bet. Like you can, yeah, no one's going to be offended necessarily about that. And so his tweet in response was dev, and then in the asterisks suggests courage. Right. I don't, That's all you did. I don't understand how anti-mask, anti-vax is being courageous. I don't know. Man, if only there was a plague that came through that could just, I don't know. One that like makes you kind of not breathe very well. <sighs> Yeah. Missed an opportunity here. Damn Western medicine. Yep. <laughs> uh, gosh. And then, and then the second part of that is woke mob, and then in all caps with alternating uppercase and lowercase letters, 
Um, no, courage is actually bad. Courage is bad, actually. And there's no such thing as cancel culture with some laughing emojis and clown emojis. <sighs> I don't care what you believe. Honestly and truly, I don't. I don't care to see it. That's how much I don't care. Yeah. Or hear about it. That's. There's some things. Sigh. It's just not the time and place. This is a video game. Sigh. It's also tiresome, Brenna. Yeah. It is the same. And it's ironic as in the like, there's snowflakes and they whine. And right. it's like. No, right. it's a two-way street. Uh, it's I don't just, care it's, what you do. It's so tiresome. I just, I don't have the energy to exist in this world. Yeah. My, I, my tolerance for shit has been thoroughly exceeded. Yep. Everywhere. All over the place. For everyone and everything. Yeah, exactly. My tolerance was so overexceeded that i had to stop and go use the bathroom in the middle of this podcast just like just reading it couldn't even tolerate just, it, it that's, was, what, it was too that's much. what your body your body's just rejected it i had to go clear out some shit to make room for new shit well that's that's what we that's what we're, that's we're what we moving got. on now that was <laughs> what does our show become mm, we're too comfortable i think on the internet we are we are. It's a good thing we don't have a video podcast. <laughs> well, the thing that we were supposed to do. We're still going to do it. <laughs> we just need time and we don't have any of that. We get like an hour a week to do stuff. Um, anyway, moving along. Uh, Riot Games has announced that they are a new equity investor in the studio behind uh, Arcane, which was made the they made the Riot Games animation. Uh, which is Fordish production. So super cool. Makes total sense for them to um, invest in them because they did such a fantastic job making that animated series. If you haven't watched it yet, Brenna, I strongly suggest you do. You would really enjoy it. The art style is a little bit different for me, but I I need to get through that. It's it's not a bad art style. It it fits it's very well. It's not my art style necessarily. Oh, hush. I'm serious. That's like the thing with animes is like if you can't stand the art style, it's just it's impossible to watch. I, I'm usually very much against like a three dimensional anime style. And there's a couple animes that do that. And I hate it to high heavens. But uh, no, this is this is very well done. And the, the art style is very reflective of the game's art style. So it it really works. It's it's almost kind of you have a similar art style as uh like reminds Borderlands. Of, yeah, it reminds me of a, that exactly. You you should still watch it. You would really like it. You I I got past the art style. It was it was a little interesting at first, but yeah, it's very good, very well done. Uh, the plot is just phenomenal too, and the storytelling super well done. But uh, yeah, after all those shenanigans. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week with uh, some more. Since you asked or didn't ask, we'll be back anyway. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, keep... if you can send us brain cells, please send yeah. us brain cells. Keep hanging in there, everybody. 
uh, you know, that we all there's always ups and downs in life, the economy, the world, but uh, you know, we'll get through it. So keep on powering through and we'll see you all again next week with some more weekly gaming news. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.